One summer, in the middle of a particularly intense bout of staff pranking at Camp Henry, where Will and I worked for many summers, a plan was hatched. Will was diligently leading a session of the Camp Henry Outdoor School, camping just under the summit of Cold Mountain, while the rest of the counselors were back at camp. He also happened to be reading a book called Mysterious Disappearances in the Great Smokies. <laughs> and he had made the mistake of telling us that it had thoroughly freaked him out. <laughs> the plan was simple. A small group of counselors would leave Lake Logan after our nightly staff meeting, hike up to Cold Mountain, a mere hour-long hike from, you know, camp in the dark, at the bottom of the Art Lobe Trail, find the Chost campsite, find Will's tent, and finally give Will the rudest awakening possible. And I'm pretty sure we made it as far as getting into the car to drive to the trail. I'm not sure whose better wisdom prevailed. It certainly was not mine. But we finally decided that this was actually a terrible idea for all involved and called it off. Will, I think you can thank the Holy Spirit for that one. <laughs> I couldn't help but think about awakenings this week, rude or otherwise. Will, you are about to enter into a new awakening for yourself. Today you will begin a new phase of your life and ministry, and I have to say, it's a phase that's going to bring you a few rude awakenings. Will and I have shared very similar paths in life. We both grew up in this diocese uh, with the youth programs here. We both were formed through the amazing ministry of Camp Henry. We both served as missionaries with the Episcopal Church's Young Adult Service Corps, even serving in the same placement separated by a year. And now we are both walking the path of ordained ministry. If I have learned nothing over this past year, it's that wake-up calls are simply part of the work. I can't begin to recount the strangeness of beginning my ordained ministry in the midst of a global pandemic. It has been the ultimate rude awakening. Yet even without the overlay of the pandemic, the ministry on which you are about to embark is one that is going to bring you challenges, obstacles, joys and pains, doubts and reassurances. Just as I wish someone could have told me all that I was about to experience this year, I wish I could tell you what wake-up calls you might experience as you enter this new phase of your ministry. It just doesn't work that way. But there is good news. A reading from Ephesians today sheds some light on this good news. Paul writes, Each of us was given grace according to the measure of Christ's gifts. The gifts that he gave were that some would be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors, some teachers. Paul goes on to talk about the body of Christ being knit together part by part, all working to build the body in love. The body of Christ is at work in the world, at work for the world. This beautiful metaphor is perfect for an ordination. And it's also perfect for a world filled with things that we do not yet know how to tackle, things that serve as wake-up calls to the reality of the world we truly live in. There are things that no one person 
can tackle. The beauty of Paul's metaphor is that we are never meant to tackle them alone. In the body of Christ, we have all been given specific skill sets. We are all recipients of God-given gifts and abilities that are vital to our community, vital to our path forward. It is when that body truly comes together, truly lives into the goodness instilled by God, that the kingdom of God becomes attainable. It is when the individual parts of the body are free to be themselves that the body flourishes and real change can come. God's gifts to us, God's calls to us are specific, distinct, contextual, and of great value. As the bishop will remind you in just a few moments, Will, in the examination, in all that you do, you are to nourish Christ's people from the riches of his grace and strengthen them to glorify God in this life and in the life to come. Simply stated, the work you will do will be in helping people find the beauty of Christ within themselves, the beauty which God has put into each person. Nourish Christ's people from the riches of his grace. The absolute best part of our jobs, and the part that is a sacred privilege that I hope you never take for granted, is walking with people through whatever life may bring. We walk with people in the light of Christ, proclaiming the good news, nourishing from the grace that comes from God alone. Christ serves as our role model, showing grace, giving freely, challenging that which is unjust, loving unconditionally. As one author puts it about our gospel passage for today, Jesus makes it look easy. He goes to all the cities, preaches in all the synagogues, and cures every single ailment. No distance too great. No audience too skeptical. No disease too severe. Jesus gets it done. It should go without saying that we are not Jesus. We will not find ministry as easy as Christ makes it seem. But we are the body of Christ. I truly believe that God has given us everything we need to be able to do those things right here on earth. A world built on compassion, cures for the diseases that ail us, the breaking open of the bondage of oppression and hatred, a world free of rude awakenings. All of this is attainable. God has broken the chains of sin and death to make it so. The body of Christ at work in the world is an unstoppable force. What we need for it to work is for the God-given goodness within each of us to shine forth. What we need for each of us is to be who God has made us to be. If we work from the basis of what God has created and instilled in each of us, I can only begin to imagine what we will accomplish. And when the body of Christ is working right, it is often those around us that help us to see what God has instilled, what God has made good within each of us. So Will, as you begin this path that God has called you to, don't forget to bring with you all the people, places, and experiences that have formed you along the way. 
Like I said, I've had the privilege to share many of those same experiences with you on this journey. And I know for sure that when you walk into ministry, you will draw on these people, places, and experiences in new and exciting ways. As you encounter the surprises and the new awakenings of ministry, as you encounter the work that has been tasked to the body of Christ, you do not encounter it alone. You take with you David, Frank, Paige, Kevin, Liz, Ian, Alex, Catherine, Daniel, Barbara. You take with you Stephen, Grace, Rebecca, Valen, Peter, Sarah, Elizabeth, Ginny, David, Alan. You take with you Austin, Maiga, Saho, Asia, Raquin, Andrea, Francisco, Simonetta, Yvette, Piero, and that only begins to scratch the surface. You bring with you all the people who have formed you along the way. All the people who have helped the light of Christ in you shine forth. All the people who have nourished you from the riches of Christ's grace. All the people who have helped you see what God is awakening in you. Be attuned to what God is awakening in you this day. Embrace the awakenings, whether rude or welcomed. Bring yourself to this ministry. And no matter where it takes you, Christ will be there with you, walking in the joys, wading in the sorrows, nourishing in the goodness of his grace. Amen.